trying to oh. I'm trying to what because we're recording because make sure you want to ease yourself up huh yeah uh-huh welcome back to our new the giant contraband robot podcast i'm your host desi desi is dead robinson with the becky bitch right here the day malama <laughs> writer christian Ventura. what's up everybody and that's an inside joke yeah y'all will never know <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Just know I am a Becky bitch. Becky bitch. No longer a Karen, a Becky bitch. Well, I mean, I've never been a Karen for the wreck. But <laughs> still, you, you can have Karen. Everybody can have Karen tendencies. That's true. Everybody has the potential for the haircut. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, if you hear the fan going on my end, let's just say it's the combination of the the smoke from the California California and Oregon fires has going on thoughts and positive vibes to those out there who are affected. I hope this part, if you listen to this podcast, I hope um, it gives some, uh, a minuscule of relief um, to the people who use pyrotechnics to do a stupid ass gender reveal. You ain't shit. And I oh, hope, yeah you go to prison for life because the amount of people that died, towns that are officially burned and gone, not only here in California, but in Oregon, the sky is looking like they're in the ninth circle of hell. The city of Los Angeles is now in a blanket of smoke. And this is not technically your fault, pyrotechnics, but construction workers tipping over a tank full of unknown substances that give the smelling of gas to which prompt the city of Los Angeles to tell the city of Compton to make sure their residents don't step outside. Because if I step outside, I smell nothing but gas, and it makes me feel like I'm being suffocated. Yep. Beyond the fact that there's already a lot of pollution and smog in the air from the from the uh, fires. So now my window is closed, but the wind, the fan is circulating air in this room. Yep. <sighs> and I'm not going to say fuck I'm not going to say fuck 2020 either because it's not... People tend to forget how fucked 2019 was. And 18, and 17, and 16, and honestly, like, ever since 14. Yeah. So, so it's not fuck 2020. It's just fuck this in general. Yeah. But, like I said, let's let's get past this bullshit... Um, it's like I said, minuscule of levit, levity, levitai, levitis, wingardium leviosa. The <laughs> only Harry Potter reference anyone is getting out of my black ass from here to till I die. <laughs> I am not a fan of Harry Potter nor Lord of the Rings. You know, I've I've seen the movies, but I've only seen the movies like once each, and I've never read any of the books. I'm just, I mean. I get why people like it. It's just an IP that I've never really gotten behind too much. I try to watch Lord of the Rings, fell asleep. Oh, I'm talking about Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings, though, yeah, like I've seen the movies. Uh, again, yeah, I would agree. It's probably one of the other ones that I can appreciate and I can understand why people like it. It's just not for me. Now, the reason I hate Harry Potter, I never got, I never gelled with the trailer mm-hmm. when it first, like, when it first came out. And with the my, trailer? Yeah, I mean, come on. There were still trailers. Because, you know, it was what my family used to do. We'll look at the trailer. I mean, if it's, bef- like, before a movie or if we're, or if it's on TV. 
because this is like YouTube is barely a thing at this point. Right. Um, my brother who read all the novels, he's like, he's in. My parents, they're in. Me, no. Guess what? My black ass still got drugged to the fucking Harry Potter. And you, <laughs> and you want to know their fucking little excuse? And I'm never going to forget. Yeah. We took you to go see Fast and Furious on your birthday. Fast and Furious 1 came out on June 22nd, 2001. My 14th birthday. Well, no, actually, <laughs> scratch, scratch that. 15th birthday. Uh-huh. So, yes, I wanted to see Paul Walker in The Fast and the Furious. I didn't know who the fuck Vin Diesel was at the time, but I knew who yeah. um, Michelle Rodriguez was. I seen mm-hmm. Girl Fight before Fast and the Furious. <laughs> okay? So, I was always in love with Michelle Rodriguez. So, 15-year-old mm-hmm. me wanted to see Fast and the Furious. Uh-huh. I did not want to be drugged. And nobody didn't have to go to my fucking on my birthday to go see Fast and Furious. This was my day. This <laughs> and, Harry, and the last time I checked, Harry Potter did not come out close to my brother's birthday, which is January fifteenth. So when did it? I, it kept, every Harry Potter the movie came out between November, October, November. It was never a summer oh. release. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm being drugged to this movie. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I didn't show out on this one. Because it was in a movie theater full of fucking people. <laughs> Adults, too. Uh-huh. And on top of that, I was able to sneak in food from the concession, from the outdoor concession stand into the movie theater. So, yeah, that was a win-win in my book. Oh, yeah. It's always nice. I mean, but, don't do it, but totally, it's awesome. <laughs> and what they was going to... Here's the thing. If y'all been to Edwards, Long Beach. Now... At the time, you could bring in outside food. Some point in 2008, 2008 to 2010, between 2008 and 2010, then it became a don't bring food in here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the fuck, y'all shit suck. Damn. Maybe, maybe it was that one because every single one that I remember going to has always like discouraged outside food and drink. That one it was it was it was not discouraged because the fucking food court is literally right in front of the movie theater. Oh, so they understood people were gonna do that anyways. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, don't bring it in. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking. No, well, I never went to Starbucks, but no, their green tea was okay. I will give them that. Because mm-hmm. um, I would never forget because it, it was um, Power Station, Ben and Jerry's. So, uh, not Subway. Subway was in the uh, food court, but Starbucks, GameStop, right next to Starbucks. I mean, that that is, and then Barnes and Nobles is across the way. Yeah, that is the hangout spot if you in high school. For real, dude. And I also dates how old I am by this point. Everybody knows thirty five by this point, but still, <laughs> fuck Harry Potter, especially his aunt and uncle. And that fat little portly some bitch, and mm-hmm. I never wanted to crack a mother. I never wanted to crack a motherfucker, and they draw so fucking bad. How happy were you? Like, uh, I'm assuming you at least saw the first movie, right? I seen all of them. All right. Okay. Well, then, how happy were you when like he fell in like the 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 snake exhibit thing? It, it, it didn't. I don't like snakes, so mm. yeah. it, 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 I I want when Hermione knocked out 
Malfoy. I wanted that level of catharticism. <laughs> I wanted that. <laughs> like, someone cracked this bitch's jaw, man. And I'm not talking about Petunia. I'm talking about the uncle yeah. and the fucking son. At least she came out and was like, she was jealous of her sister. Okay. Yeah. Fine. But your son and your husband needs to get, they need draw real line. Yeah. Just, bitch, <laughs> respect my gangster. Regardium Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know any fucking, um, uh, was it Drake? Not Drake. No, Drake Harris is on Den- Daenerys. Who's the, who the one? Who's the the one that was an instant kill? Oh God, what was that one? Oh God, I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember it. Yeah, but um, I will say this. I know I, I should talk for Harry Potter. I do want my own wand, though. Really? I, to shit you know, I, I I do want my own wand. Okay. What what makes you want to get your own wand? If you're not that into Harry Potter, it's magic stuff. If you watch every movie that has magic, there is a person with a wand. I mean, come on. I'm okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, I, mean, I don't want no fucking elder staff. Give me a fucking wand, motherfucker. And I want to <laughs> be. And I want it jet black. It's all in the wrist. In the flick of the wrist. Cause I already I got a I got a fucking uh, I got my sonic screwdriver from Doctor Who. See the tenth Doctor, not the eleventh, the tenth Doctor, David Tennant. Respect. Not the claw, the 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 blue telescoping. You goddamn right. I had I had that one, and I had um the alternate version that he made for River Song. Oh, that one. That was a little. I had that one. Eh, I like River, but. Mm. Well, it was just an alternate version of that 10th screwdriver, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking about having a um, a wall of memorabilia. So, I got the Sonic screwdriver. Give me a wand from Harry Potter. I might have to wait to get like $500 to make my own lightsaber from, uh, from uh, what's the fucking name of that goddamn land in Disneyland? Oh, um, Batu. Okay. From Batu, get my own lightsaber. Uh, it's gonna be a black hilt. I, I saw you can make a black hilt. Mm-hmm. And if one person says, "Oh, you you with the dark side?" No, motherfucker. Okay. Just because it's like, you can make a black hilt and not be a dark side user. I was like, if you don't want me on the dark side, don't get on my dark side. Oh. I will. I will light you up. Does that mean you're gonna does that mean you're gonna get a purple lightsaber because you uh, oh, you bend both the, the dark and the sides? Get the, I hate that color. Why could I hate? Why does purple has to signify? Before we go any for a deep dive into Star Wars lore, once again, welcome back to the Giant Contra Robot. You can catch this on SoundCloud and Spotify. As always, come see the Twitcher. I mean Stitcher, not Twitch. Stitcher. God, why I said Twitcher. <laughs> Uh, you're maybe a Twitter, probably. Um, SoundCloud already took my money before I told Christian to uh, pay for this month because I already did two months and it's his turn to do two months, but I already got hit. 
So uh, I shall send that to you then. <laughs> Please. Um, like I said, we're on SoundCloud. We're also on Spotify. We have our own Spotify feed. And come, we already, we already had season three, episode one of the Artist Talk is back with Lauren Lynette. That's already up on SoundCloud and Spotify. Check that out. This coming Wednesday, we have Allison Garcia for Artist Talk. Um, the following week, we're going to have Cynthia Flores. And then that following week, we're going to have Kaylee Victoria. Damn good episodes for season three of Artist Talk. And I'm in pre-production right now on season four. I have five artists coming in. And Damn. at least one is so afraid just to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, she said there's going to be some delay. I was like, I, I was like, she, trust me, it, I'm gonna have to. If you're gonna hear me calling her name a lot. That's yeah. That's to signify her to talk. Uh huh. If this was video, it's understandable. But this is audio. No one is gonna be like, oh my god, their voice sound weird. No shit. And I told Kaylee this. When I heard uh-huh. y- y'all gonna hear her voice. When I heard her voice, I'm like, I'm looking at her, her picture. I'm thinking the more. Some women has a nice masculine voice. She sounds like a straight kid. I, <laughs> I should you know you like, huh? You do sound like you're under the age of eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The squeakiness, or like, it, is it like a weird mixture? Or? It, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's very soft spoken. I'm like, and she went into the, we, we was talking about our voices. And I said, um, at the time before Nerds Against the World, before this podcast series, mm-hmm. on PSN, anyone who's on the MyGN forums or my IGN, y'all may remember my name as Hero G007. So, when me and ex co host of the Giant, oh, not Giant Contraband, of Nerds Against the World and the Untitled podcast, Lorraine Montez Williams. Everybody knew he was black. He was he was not afraid of putting his picture up there. Me, on the other hand, I was rolling with Adventure Time, regular show um, covers, cartoon versions of me, but still uh-huh. my face covered. So when they saw my face, the general consensus, you sound white. What? Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the general. Here's the re- list of reasons why. One. Normally, when you see in anyone who's an American using a Asian reference name, mm-hmm. is a Weibo. When you associate Weibos, you associate them to white people. Bro, I'm more of a weeb than you are, and you still have a, like a more Asian name than mine does. True, but if you really look back in early to mid 2000s uh-huh. predominantly white people was into the Asian culture True. while a good minority of us is in it but is not as full blown as people think it is then when you get past 2007 you see a lot of Hispanic and black people out here learning to speak Chinese, Japanese, Cantonese trying to go to Japan yeah. Or South Korea. Why are you calling uh, me out, man? <laughs> um, in love with ramen. 
in love with well sushi's university love but in love with ramen asian cuisine specifically dressing like a horojuku girl yes i know all this people i may bro, not bro, be why, i why may calling not, you out? i'm calling <laughs> everybody out or your gamer tag is associated with an anime or it has or it has an asian flavor name hence mm-hmm. hero geek or hero g 007 Mm-hmm. The 007 came from RX-07, Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam. Hero came from Hero, Hero Huey, Mobile, uh-huh. Gundam Wing. Gi is drop the K. For Geek, you drop the K, Hero Gi, 007. Nice. I wish I could say that I had that much thought in any of my usernames. Yeah, I put too much thought in damn usernames. <laughs> but um yeah they, people thought i was white that's so surprising to me only well i mean it's surprising to me because i i know you yeah you know what I mean? it's like i can't picture you as anything other than you but i'm i'm trying to separate like you from your voice and i still don't hear it like I, it, I i don't know why but then here's another thing at the time mm-hmm. i wasn't cursing a lot mm, i cursed I mean, a lot but not when you're on when you start doing stuff on camera or you're doing podcasts for the first time because I didn't know the etiquette. Mm-hmm. And then I said cold switching. It was like what? What's cold? I was like, oh, you really don't know the term cold switching. Yeah, I was like, the way how I'm talking, and if you hear on the artist talk or with me and Christian on this show, or you listen to the Night Owl show, which you should, it's on KDHR.net and their pod, their Spotify podcast feed. I curse like a fucking sailor. <laughs> Oh yeah! Fuck, I drop the n bomb knowing I try not to, and I right. and I keep on saying I want to knock out a fictional fictional character. So that shows you how how niggerish I can get. <laughs> now, when I code switch and I speak mm-hmm. more proper, people will be like, "Oh shit! I I never heard him talk like this before." Yes, I can do both uh-huh. when I want to. It's called range. Yeah, or in ethnic people's term, code switching. Yeah, black people could do it. Mexican people could do it. Oh yeah, it's. it's, yeah, it's I don't. It's, I don't it's, find myself doing it so much these past days, <laughs> like past months. Yeah, it, it's. But look at the situation we're in. <laughs> no one is like, "Fuck this! I'm not being proper. I'm not trying to be proper." People's pissing me off. Look, yeah. motherfucker, wear your motherfucking mask, or I'm gonna knock you to clear the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you with the KKK? All right, meet my fist. <laughs> oh my god, these fucking people are bold. I did not want this to be the first topic, but this person was bold. he went up to a group of Mexican dudes, showed off his KKK tags, and said, "Do something." You know what he did? You know what they did? Jumped his ass. You goddamn right. They stumped him. Like, the what fuck the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did he expect? <laughs> I was like, you... I was like, do something okay. Fuck you, dude. I was like, they stumped you out. Now, if you did that here in L.A., they'll probably stab you. Yeah, like, you're going to get worse off than that, I think. See, here, like, that's Vegas. They know in Vegas, that's a different... They're probably from L.A. Hell, they're probably from Chicago. They're probably from the Bronx. Uh You getting stomped out, it's lucky. But you do that shit, you pull that shit here in L.A. I don't care if you L.A. born and bred and you support the KKK. You know damn full well. You go past downtown LA, 
You come anywhere near this way, downtown LA, down, you will uh-huh. get fucked up. Oh yeah. You, I hate to say it like this, and I'm not glorifying glorifying death, but you gonna die. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you, I'm I'm not doing it. No, no, I'm not gonna film it. I'm just I'm just saying. Speaking, you know what? Speaking of deaths. <laughs> This one made me and Christian go like, that was very stupid of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was last week. We just got the news today. A Louisiana man dropped dead on the scene moments after calling a, vo- a woman a booty <laughs> nigga bitch. Oh my God, that was ridiculous, dude. <laughs> Now, I did look it up, and this shit is true. Like, it, the dude just dropped dead. Okay, so for context, right? What happened? So, this, this, I guess this guy had this, um, this is from what people was looking at, because they were scared of this woman as well. Yeah. So, they like was, there was, cho- a, they was, was choosing. a white like, in an altercation, yep. verbal altercation with this, uh, with this, uh, black lady, right? Yep. Now, everyone who was in the vicinity... And like apparently the woman was still in the vicinity. There's mm-hmm. when they was talking to the police and the reporters, they're still scared of this woman. Yeah, because they even know. You and look, I was taught you never to fuck with a woman who knows voodoo. Okay, I can be into vampires, wolfman, ghosts, mm-hmm. but the one number one thing you never do, you never fuck with a woman who can put a root on your ass. You don't you don't fuck with voodoo, man. That shit's deep. Like it doesn't matter if it's within the black culture, Dominican, Puerto Rican, Mexican. You Dude, don't yeah, it exists. It exists everywhere. I remember my mom warning me about shit like that. Don't fuck with someone who can do this. Who can do what this woman just did? All right, so I guess she was trying to mind her own business. This dude wants to have an altercation with her. Now the guy who was jogging was going to help, but. She he said she shot a look at him and said, I got this. He was like, Okay. The guy said he he looked at her, heard what she said, and he went the other way. He just bounced, yeah. The guy called her like we just like I just said, a voodoo nigga bitch. She screamed and violently shook a doll, slammed it onto the ground, and the guy dropped dead right on the scene. Without touching her, which her not touching him, doing nothing, but she tossed that doll on the ground and that dude was dead. And they said blood was coming from his nose, and they said the level of his body being like to compare it, he was in a head-on car crash. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit! Like, they said like limbs, limbs were, limbs were broke and everything on this guy's body. Wait, what? Yes, limbs were broken. When he went down, he broke. He, I, they said he broke something to the point why his white blood is coming from his nose. Damn. Like I'll, all of his bones had broken because the dog got smashed or some crap. Yeah. Dude, do not fuck with the voodoo, man. Oh, shit. I'm like, why do people not learn? You in Louisiana? Matter of fact, you in the pandemic. What the fuck are you doing in Louisiana in the first place? If you if you live there, okay, fine. But still, why you know within your was was 
everybody knows, everyone in the world knows Louisiana, New Orleans is the hotbed for voodooism. Mm -hmm. And you do this? You, you fuck with people like that? That's fucking, uh, that's, that's bold as shit or stupid. This person has officially, this deceased person has officially took the title of Stupid Motherfucker of 2020. We gave it to the guy who told Ernie Hudson he did not sound like Winston Zeddemore from Ghostbusters. He took number one. No more. This now deceased white, deceased white man has taken the title of World's Stupidest Person of 2020. It's like, well, <laughs> there goes Paul. Fucked with the voodoo. Like, damn. Like, hell, Richard Pryor warned motherfuckers back in the day. Mm -hmm. Do you not watch Richard Pryor? Do you not watch George Carlin? These red fox, man. <laughs> These comedians have warned y'all for decades. <laughs> Women have warned y'all for decades. You know, don't listen. This is why the patriarchy sucks. You know, you don't oh, listen yeah. to women. We need to be more like uh more like the Norse, man. <laughs> mm, do we though? Well, I mean they had they I mean in in many ways, not perfectly, but in many ways they revered women in a much more significant way in their society. True. That is that is definitely true. Like they like it was even taught that like uh that it was commonplace that women in in like ancient Norse societies were the ones that were to actually deal with like commerce and with uh, with money and stuff like that because they were known to be smarter at math than men were. Unless you're Beowulf who fucked over his wife and fucked through and the evil wicked witch. For real. <laughs> oh, I pulled out Beowulf on your asses. Yes, I read the book and saw the horrible movie by Robert Zemeckis. The one with the golden ass Angelina Jolie? <laughs> that was CG. I rather I rather watch um, Girl Interrupted, Wanted. Oh uh, yeah, Tomb Raider. Oh, yep. fun fact: Daniel Craig and uh, Gerard Butler have both been in Tomb Raider. What? One and two. Yep. When? I mean, where? Oh yeah, they both. Daniel Craig was in the first Tomb Raider movie. Gerard Butler's in the second one. Huh. Yeah. Shocked you on that one, huh? Yeah. Seriously, because it's like been forever since I've seen those. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, we can clean up on the schmodown. This shit, this shit, if it's something we, we specifically need to remember, we fucked. But if it's Yeah, right, like we just need to remember things better. Ran rando facts like D Gerard Butler and Daniel Craig. Oh man, we that's rando facts. Yeah, rando. Um, but um, blah 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 blah. blah. I can't talk. Uh, PlayStation is finally is finally going to show us how much the console is going to be, and. Also, a payment plan, Microsoft and Sony, more likely will implement for you to have a PlayStation or an Xbox Series X monolith in your hands. <laughs> um, side tangent, though, because everything's a tangent. Go to Unbox Therapy on YouTube. He has his hands on both of the Xboxes. He does already? Yeah. Holy crap. One... Yeah. 
one looks um the C, it looks like the Series S looks smaller than the PS4. Well, yeah, was, those consoles in general look like they're not that large. But the other one looks just as um height wise bigger than the PS4. But it it just holy shit. Um, to actually see it tangible in someone's hands, especially unbox yeah. therapy. I mean, like he's one of the bigger um um uh, tech reviewers yeah. on YouTube, so definitely check that out. Um, I I'm pretty sure after um, after this Wednesday, they're more likely like YouTubers like unbox therapy or um just I I Justina. More likely will have in their hands IGNs spe- specifically, and maybe um, I um, not kind of uh, not kind of funny. Um, GameSpot will yeah. definitely get it in their hands. So we like we'll definitely get an unbox from that. But we're we're ever so close to the consoles, mm-hmm. and the fact that we could be spending upwards to twenty five to thirty five dollars a month to get a console, which that shows that. They want their money, but they're willing to play the long game and getting their money. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to invest in getting like as many people on the platform as quickly as possible. Yeah, and then they are well aware. You can tell they're well aware of the pandemic that they're we're in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's in the U.S., which is a lot worse than anyone else. I wonder why. Um. And they clearly both Microsoft and Sony both said it's going to be limited limited consoles at the start, which means if you don't get it, if you don't get a console right off the bat, that's fine. You can wait until twenty twenty one to get it. I would say by Black if it's if both consoles come out before Black Friday, mm-hmm. before Christmas they'll be sold out. Until January, we'll get new consoles. Probably. But what do you think we'll see like this coming on this coming Wednesday the ni- um the sixteenth? What do you think we'll see from the PlayStation Five? Besides the pricing. What is you what is do you you expect to see? Well, I really more than anything I expect to see the the other than pricing, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of want, I hope that they're going to give an indication of like what might be um, their plan moving forward with their with their PlayStation Now service mm-hmm. and see if there's going to be any, um, if there's going to be any like really, because I know that their service is very similar to how Xbox is right now, yeah. but I don't, I don't see them like really pushing it or marketing it like as heavily or as aggressively as Xbox is. So it's like. I don't think we're going to see much new information other than the console price and the release date, but I would be surprised to see if um, surprised to see that they don't push their services more in response to how Xbox is doing, especially knowing like, hey, we're going to have a payment plan in order and all that kind of stuff. Like um, the fact that there's already all this information out, they're no longer ahead of the game when it comes to like um, expectations. Yeah, um... so I wouldn't expect to see much. I would say people are expecting more out of Xbox. Well, people are more hyped for the Xbox, which I'm surprised because they said it's technically more, technologically more advanced than the PS5. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was s- still a 
PS, a PlayStation fanboy, I'd be like, fuck you, you know, fuck you. Xbox is PlayStation's better than Xbox. But I'm not that guy. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not. Um, for me, I want to see the price point, an actual definitive release date, so we can actually talk about the release date um, mm-hmm. and the pricing. But also, I want to see if this payment plan is actually true. Because if it is, I wouldn't mind putting aside 25 bucks a month to get a PlayStation 5. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad payment plan. My only thing is just, I would I would personally like if they had a different option that allows you to pay it over a year instead of two. Yeah, um, probably do. We just have to wait and see. But yeah. thinking this way, though, I would probably get an Xbox and then I would get a PlayStation 5 right off the bat because I have Game Pass already. Yeah, yeah, and, same here. And the majority of the games that are shown from Xbox and PlayStation, this game, they're going to be available right off the bat on Game Pass. Yep. The only game that is not going to be available on Game Pass, which sucks. I mean, it would be it would be like super awesome, but if, you know, Cyberpunk is not going to be on Game Pass, even though I wish. It's understandable though. Yeah, very understandable. But um, majority of the games is going to be on Game Pass, and I'm like. I, I, I have some and you can still play your current gen games on your series X so I'm like yeah I'll get the I'll get the game pass I mean I'll get the series X right off the bat PlayStation there's no definitive and also they keep on saying holiday that mm-hmm. could be December between December and January Miles Morales yeah. Spider-Man I need to know I, I, I know I trust the Samniac but this is still Sony distributing it I need to know the release date for Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm not on the Miles train yet. I'm I'm liking what they're doing with Miles in the media right now. Okay. Um, both Kamala Khan and Miles are having the best 2020 ever. 20, actually, the next two, the, the two years, because uh, Spider-Verse, Miss Marvel was announced the TV series. Miss Marvel was in Marvel's Avengers. And then Miles got his own game. So they're both on the glow up. Yeah. It's um, a it's time for the new versions of the heroes to shine. Yep. And so when it comes to console wise, I'm like, PlayStation, yeah, you got Godfall, but I have to wait till twenty twenty one for that. Technically. <laughs> um You got Diablo, but you didn't give me a release date for Diab- Diablo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Xbox. And then EA Play is now, has also been confirmed for um, X Game Pass. Now, also, this is a tidbit, Josh. You know, if you didn't know, now you know. Not everything on Game Pass is available to play. Some of it are discounts. Just right off the bat for everyone. Uh-huh. So if you try... Oh, ah, damn, that was a weird burp. It was a silent one that doesn't like actually go make you burp. It's just one of the... That just hits you, the waff of the hits. Ooh. <laughs> it's not one of those situations where uh, where you like your own brand. Yeah. Oh, but um, <laughs> back to professionalism. Um, so Perils of Gorgon is Perils. Peril of Gorgon is a good example right here. Everybody assumed that it's going to be on Game Pass. It is, except for it's not free to play on out the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is the Outer Worlds is free to play on Game Pass, but the DLC you have to purchase. 
Ah, uh, that's really. Yep. But this is a significant discount on the season pass and the DLC. Okay. So instead of paying technically $15 for the DLC, you're paying $12 to $13, depending on um, the discount, $12 to $13. Hey, discount's a discount, man. Yeah, that's still good. So that which means maybe if you play in the Sims 4 on the Xbox Live on Xbox um, Game Pass and because it's EA Play and it's because of the Game Pass, I'm gonna assume all because I didn't check right off the bat because I don't know if it's like really available yet. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume all the DLC for the Sims, including the Star Wars one that was announced not too long ago, is going to be relatively available for Game Pass. So, eh? and then also announced because right at the um, when Sony talked about it um, about their uh, press conference this Wednesday, it's coming Wednesday. Uh, Gearbox has said that if you currently own Borderlands Three on current gen, you can get a free upgrade on the Series X and PlayStation Five. Nice. So as soon as you upload, and it's going to have three to four co-op. Um, Split screen co-op, like couch co-op. Coach, couch. Uh, is it co-op? But in you know how they they do that super fine print at the bottom. So I'm gonna assume yeah. coach co couch co-op as well. Awesome. So if you have a big family, you want to hear a lot of cursing, you see a lot of blood splatter all over your screen. Borderlands is your game. Me, Borderlands it ended with Borderlands two. Yeah, like I I I need to still finish Borderlands two. I started. Most of it, or well, not most of it. I, I started the game not too long ago, but I haven't picked it back up. Do you need help finishing it? Because I already have an OP character. I'd be down. The game is emotional, though. <laughs> what they do to um, two two beloved characters. Oh no! <sighs> Actually, no three. Oh damn! Yeah, and then Borderlands three. Reading, trying to get through the story. And then learning about other characters, I was like, all right, I'm out. I can't. I oh, can't. really? Yeah, I just, I can't. It's, it annoyed me too much. Mm-hmm. Like, it really annoyed me. I was like, I can't get to it. And then plus, um, Randy Pitchford is just one of the biggest dicks of all time. Oh, damn. A $8 million bonus, and none of that shit is going to any of your employees? None of the voice actors? Come the fuck on. That's fucked. Like, Troy Baker was supposed to come back to voice his character from um, Tales of the Borderland. Now, because he asked for a pay raise, gone. I made him wow. like Troy Baker, but come on. That's 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 kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, get fucked, Randy Pitchford. That's what, and that's one of the main reasons I, I like. And I know it's like, you're going to play Godfall, though. True. But I'm hearing that he has no say-so on that game. So I can at least play that game. While the Borderlands series is so tied with him and Gearbox, so I can mm-hmm. differentiate the two. Okay. Um, but I already pe- like the last time we pl- um we talked, I was still in the midst of Tsushima. Uh huh. Now I'm already done, and my game ended in a thunderstorm because I was the ghost. Uh huh. Now. Where are you at in the game? Right. <laughs> and are you a ghost or are you are you still samurai? I would say I'm like I play it very half and half, honestly. 
That doesn't, uh, and that's not gonna help you, dude. You have to be one or the other. Okay, well then I guess I'm ghost. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm ghost, but I just where where I'm at. I just uh, unlocked the entirety of the parry skill tree. Uh, I think I'm like on the fourth or fifth mission with each, uh, with name um, the bow instructor. Mm-hmm. Ishikawa. Uh, Ishikawa, right? I'm like I wanted to say Ishikawa. But the only thing that uh, that made me stutter on that was there's a character in my D&D uh, game right now that's named Ishikara, and I couldn't remember if that was, like, D&D only or also in Tsushima. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm about there. I have, like, two of the, of, like, the legendary missions or whatever, the mm-hmm. one with the true strike and the one that's the archer's armor. Okay. And what else, what else? I've only recruited one person in Act One. Like I still need to recruit like three people, but I'm doing a shit ton of side missions. That's how you do it. With Shushima, yeah. is that's how you do it. That's how you get more um, uh, ability points. Um, I w- I've been running around I, when I was playing when I before I passed it. I was running around collecting flowers. My stupid ass thinking the flowers was currency, uh-huh. not the actual thing. It's actual fucking flowers. Because I'm like, I can't buy no fucking diet because I got no money. And I'm looking. I was like, wait a minute. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm like in the midpoint of the game. And I'm like, motherfucker. And I'm running around the whole map picking flowers and shit so I can buy dyes and stuff. <laughs> I'm so fucking pissed. There's a trophy you should get right off the bat. It's called Model Chromatic. So you need to go to the white dye dealer, buy a white um, dye set. And when you get to the second part of the island, go to the black die um, set, um, buy a black die set, and you got the model chromatic trophy. It's super easy. Nice. And I would say do it before you get to the third chapter. It's not a spoiler, but you will be locked out of the rest of Shushima. You have to stick to that part of the island. Oh, okay. So you, I, would, if I, I would advise you to hurry up. <laughs> Because it sounds like you're nowhere near the second um, the second part of the island yet, so you have enough time. Um, okay. You, I would say you are probably closer to the white armor die now. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the other part of the island, oof, it's coming back again. No, no. <laughs> um, you, you have you have more than enough time, and you can you can also get the trophy after you're done with the game. You get the um, you get the roam around Tsushima. It's uh, mm. I I don't know how your ending is going to be because I heard everybody's ending is different. Mm-hmm. So I know my ending. I'm a ghost, and I was serious when we was talking about it before I played. Out in this is true. You're legit playing the Rise of the Shinobi. Yeah, this is legit the. The and I looked it up. This is the origins of the ninja. So if there is a Shima three or a Ghost series in this, I wouldn't be shocked if the next game was all ninja base. Okay. So I'm 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 hyped. Whatever Sucker Punch you got planned, give me more Ghost of Shima. Hell, I want another Infamous. <laughs> like. Implement the the mechanics from this minus the horse mechanics. Implement the mechanics from this game 
and incorporate it into another infamous game. <laughs> can you imagine playing? Hell, we we can play. We can create a character instead of playing as a singular character. Imagine playing a person with powers, but with a fucking katana. Dude, like Sucker Punch can do that. That would be really sick. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm salivating on the on the ideals of this. And once again, <laughs> Harley has made her way into the podcast. Uh, every time. She's um, rubbing against the leg. Do not rub your face on my water bottle. No, you do not need to put your scent on this. <laughs> I'm sure she begs to differ. She, like, I would be afraid to bring in another cat in here. Really? I seriously feel she will beat the shit out of another cat. <laughs> like very territorial. Oh yeah, like this is my hood, bitch. Pat 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 pat. Long live the queen. Pat-paps. She got them skibbity paps. In the words of Tony Baker, she got them skibbity paps. <laughs> like she's big, but she's not a main coon cat big. Got you. Oh Hell, my god. If I only got one of those, I think they will take out Harley. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Like, those things are big as fuck. And I already got a name for it if I get one. What? Killer Croc. <laughs> Actually, no. If I get a pit bull, that's going to be Killer Croc. Going to call it KC for short? Nah, Croc. Oh, there you go. And when they take him to the vet, what's the dog's full name? Killer Croc. <laughs> If I got a main coon, I wouldn't name it. Fuck. Captain Picard. P- Captain Picard, really? Captain Picard. Cat. Cat. Captain. Picard. Captain. Captain Picard. <laughs> uh, you know me and my weakness for any puns. There you go. I today have brought in the puns. Like today you brought it, yeah. Today you brought it before I did. Goddamn, man, I must be full. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if y'all don't are unaware, we actually cooked a dinner tonight. He had, you can say what you you made. Oh yeah, I made a I made a garlic, what was it? Garlic onion beef stroganoff, with uh, with some green beans and rice on the side. And I made the- oven crispy hickory brown sugar barbecue chicken wings. Oh my god, dude! And it was glorious, and that's what's the um, burping, the constant pausing because holy crap, the hickory is just <laughs> coming back up, and it's like, oh, I did not want to taste that breath. You are having involuntary seconds? Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Oh, I'm gonna have to brush my teeth. <laughs> like, can you can you smell that, audience? I'm just <laughs> smell of. Imagine we have smell vision even if we're doing a podcast. Oh. I, I, I'm sure that uh, anybody listening is happy that we don't have smell vision at the moment right now. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably kill us. <laughs> it, it, it'll be like, oh, it'll be the purge. It would legit be the purge. Imagine, imagine like, a device that, like, you would put a couple of general, like, mixing scents in. And then, like, your TV would transmit signals according to the program. 
that would trigger it to like mix different concoctions together and they make different smells or something. Here's the thing: the shit I watch, I don't want to smell it. <laughs> I don't. I, I legit. Well, do you remember going to any movies where they would give you like a scratch and sniff during the movie? When the fuck was that? Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the the Rugrats Thornberry movie? I never went to the theaters for that. I went to go see that in theaters, and when when you did, they would give you a scratcher that was like that had like different circles on it with symbols. Mm-hmm. And while the movie was playing, like a symbol would come up, and you're supposed to scratch and sniff the page as the movie was going on. I had a Raptor bar. Oh, that's awesome. I, I it it's still weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, something from a cartoon should not be made. I mean, come on. It's the chocolate bar with green goo in the middle of it. And it's like, huh. Is it like minty or something? I, I can't describe the taste. and the ta- All I can remember is the chocolate and just being hit with just green slime all over my mouth. It's, ah. li- it's like Slimer just busted in my mouth. <laughs> something I do not want. I don't want. I was violated. <laughs> uh, it's like I was angry like I wish I had a proton pack and I could roll out and just blast Spiler and Slimer and just like you have violated the sanctity of my mouth <laughs> now I must now I must find the nearest holy man and have it reconsecrated it's like Jesus Christ that's just as bad as purple ketchup oh I remember purple ketchup uh, why was that ever a thing I don't know He's like, look, kids, do you want to eat weird stuff? Purple ketchup. And green ketchup. Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap. Now, sriracha ketchup, oh, my God. That changed the game on condiments. Dude. Thank you, Dirt Dog, because I was like, it's kind of tangy, kind of sweet, but the guy's a kick. I was like, what is is this concoction? And then it was like, sriracha ketchup. I was like, What? Sriracha. I was like, what? What sorcery is this? Olden? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, like, before I ever tried sriracha ketchup, there was, like, a type of ketchup that I was buying a lot. That was uh, jalapeno ketchup. Okay. I would say this this made the whole household mad. My pops had the gall to buy diet ketchup. Diet? Like, ketchup? Like, it was, like, it was weird tasting. It was super watery. Oh, the oh, the memory of the tastes came back. Ugh. It was like I mean, I get it just because like ketchup has a lot of sugar in it, but it was horrible. I mean, it didn't even like taste like ketchup. It's just like mm-hmm. unprocessed fucking ketchup. Oh, ugh. like anal like ketchup le- that didn't get washed. Like anal <laughs> leakage ketchup. Ah. Oh. Oh yeah, I'm putting bad vibes. I'm putting bad things in your minds tonight. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Everybody was pissed. I'm. This is before my grandmother. Not, uh, my grandmother Irene. My grandmother Sophia. So this is like mm-hmm. 2000, 2005, 2006. Mm. Like everybody in the household was pissed. Yeah. Like what I would be too. Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> But like, I, don't let him buy ketchup anymore. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> like, get the fuck this guy's out of here. Uh, but I miss Dirt Dog. I miss Dude, Dirt Dog. 
Dirt Dog's awesome. Oh my god. And they now selling burgers. They're now selling Damn it, it's kinda of really coming back. Oh my god. They sell <laughs> tacos. They got specialty fries now. Oh, dude. I, I remember when I first went there, I was like, I wonder will they ever make a chili cheese dog? And I even actually said at this time we're not thinking about making a chili cheese. Mm-hmm. Four years later, they got fucking chili cheese dogs and fries. <laughs> I'm like, I want a chili cheese dog on a lobster roll, goddammit. I want their house dog, which is an LA staple, okay? Some right. bacon wrap hot dog, onions, bell peppers. Oh my god. Mayo. Oh, street dog. The real street dog. That is an. If anything, anyone, if you if you listen to this outside of the U.S., each state technically has their own thing. We have the lobster roll in Maine. You have pizza in New York. Chicago is either Portillo's or it's the Chicago dog or it's the beef dish pizza. You take your pick. Mm-hmm. And um, North Carolina. Any Yeah, California. I can definitely say we got taco. We got the tacos. On yep. lock. San Diego got the burrito, the California burrito on lock. I, yeah, because I would say specifically California because burrito is actually a very Tex-Mex thing. Yep. Um, Texas, I, I'm sorry, maybe all at this, but y'all got queso. Yeah, no, that's true. But I would, I would agree with that. But when it comes to L.A., the L.A. street dog is the business. Oh, God. Oh, my. Like, all beef hot dog. Yeah, with- I get excited every time I see a lady on the corner with one of those like sh- like uh, collapsible shopping oh. baskets. Oh yeah, I know. What just you're talking a about. flat top on some, just a flat top on, on it. A couple of sternos underneath, and you can see her grilling some uh, some hot dogs with uh, wrapped in bacon right there. And she's like, "You want beef or pork? Beef. Uh, of course. Give me them bell peppers and onions. Give me that mayo. Put all of that shit on there. Go Give boom. it to me and let." Me- Give it to me before the, the the street light changes, so that way I can keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you want ketchup and mustard mayo? I was like, give me all, give me all of it. Like mm-hmm. something about the mayo, the ketchup, the mustard, or in this case, the sriracha ketchup, then the mayo and the mustard. Like normally, mayo is something I would never put on a hot dog. Mm-hmm. When you have is like the street dog is the exception. Like, when I hear people like, oh, I just want mayo on my dog. Yeah, I would turn the face because I'm like, what else you have with that hot dog besides just the mayo? Yeah. Like, I, it, it, like, it need, like mayo complements the whatever is added onto the dog. That's how I see it. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a staging ground for other flavors. Yes. And there is sriracha mayo right off the bat. But the like who fucking cre- like I saw them actually mix ketchup and sriracha so I'm like oh, it's not a special thing and then someone out there actually created sriracha ketchup and it's, it's not the same when you when you mix the sriracha and the ketchup it's like you're testing out how to balance it out yeah it can't be too it's much experience it's part of the fun yeah it's like it can't be too much it cannot be too little it has to be like Right, the in the in between is what you need. Oh my god, I'm not making myself hungry. I'm more, I'm well full. It's just I miss dirt dog. Yeah, that's how that's how I know that I'm this full right now 
is the fact that I'm not getting hungry from this conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> eh, we don't need to talk about Young Justice. We'll leave that. We'll talk about Young Young Justice. Is there? And no, we're not even gonna talk about Night Owl. It was it's very minuscule. We'll just say it here. Young Justice season four is now titled Phantoms. I haven't seen season three because what they did to Cyborg pissed me off. And Troy Baker's character, Geoforce, pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just, I get, like, why would you? I hate when shows do this. First two mm-hmm. seasons, fine. But then it's maybe one or two characters that can just derail the whole entire series. Yeah. Case in point Arrow. They had their own civil war. For the first time, Wild Dog pissed me the fuck. I was like, Oliver whip his ass. And you you can tell the audience, the writers listen to the audience because Stephen Amell did this properly. He kept uh-huh. on telling Wild Dog, you need to shut up or I will shut you up. Uh-huh. And Wild Dog's like, you ain't gonna do shit. Like it, he's not saying the word shit, but he's like, you, like talking big work. They right. get to, they get to the they get to the actual civil war part. Oliver technically versus all the um, the new heroes. Wild Dog had the gall to come after Oliver with an axe. Uh-huh. Oliver dropped his bow and whipped his ass. I mean, to the point the motherfucker was coughing up blood. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was not worried for his motherfucking well-being. I was like, what work his ass? Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, why are they doing the Civil War in the first place? I mean, like, I, I came for the Arrowverse. I did not come for Marvel Light. Uh-huh. But it's, it's very cathartic when you see the Green Arrow. When you want Green Arrow to do something, and then the show he actually does it. does it. It's very cathartic. Yeah. He's just like, yes, I am living vicariously through you right at this moment. <laughs> like, fuck him up. He's talking too much shit. Oliver, he's talking too much shit. I don't like, care. Nah. Like, I don't care if the motherfuckers have Dominican, have black, have Dominican. Like, fuck him up. He's gonna catch that guy. Yeah, he's he gonna catch them hands. Um, oh, oh. He's gonna get those cutie packs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Another stupid thing is somebody fucking acts. Now DC fandom was um was tonight, um was today on the twelfth, as we mentioned it not too long ago. Uh, Superman and Lois had a panel. Someone really fucking acts is Superman or Lois gonna cheat on one another? Like, one. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Two, historically Superman and Lois have been the most loyal couple of all time. The yeah. only time Lois walked out on Clark is when he kept on going to fucking Lana for advice. You're not uh-huh. going to your... And that made a point. You're not going to your wife for advice. You're going to some random bitch who's having a divorce with her husband. Yeah. That's not shit you do, man. That was the only time you see Lois mad at Superman. Mm-hmm. But... And uh, I kind of rightfully so. Yeah. And... And that shows Superman has flaws, which not it was just not bad. Um, but I was like, that is the the the, um, the showrunner for Lois and Clark. I mean, Superman and Lois is not called Lois and Clark. Uh-huh. We don't want to be associated with Dean Cain's race. I'm I'm right quick. I'm really as as someone, I'm not a big Superman fan, but 
when Superman and Lois and Clark, Adventures of Superman, Lois and Clark Adventures of Superman, that's what it's called, to find out that Dean Cain is a Trump supporter, he hates immigrants, and he has the gall to say he supports black people, but he's really saying white white lives matter. Yeah. All lives matter. It, it really, and he's knowing full like he's a former Superman. It's really like it really like you just got shot in the fucking gut. Yeah, it's like you associate him with the Superman character, but when you look at the actual person, it's like a very different awakening. Like every single well, George Reeves, I don't know about him. He's in the corner. <laughs> We're not gonna say anything about it because he's in the middle. His life. Watch Hollywoodland. The the mystery surrounding his death is a Hollywood mystery like the Black Dahlia murder. We don't know yeah. we don't know who did it, why they did it, or if he really killed himself. <laughs> so George Reeves, it's not going to be talked about. Dean Cain. So from Christopher Reeves down to Tyler Hoechlin, including voice actors, everyone has exemplified why they are Superman. But Dean Cain, you, sir, are a humongous dick, and hence why they are never bringing you back on the Supergirl. Because you ask why they never bring you back to Supergirl. Look at your Twitter feed, you asshole. Yeah. It's like, I don't get why they don't want me back. Fucking dick. Now, back on um, Superman Lois. Um, both of the actors were like, nah. The <laughs> one who played Lois was like, hell no. She, they, they, they didn't say it, just the look on their faces like... Why? Like, are they going to cheat on each other? No? What the fuck? Are you stupid? No, I'm just um, The showrunner said, as long as he's alive, and as long as the show is on the air... On the air that is never going to happen. Okay. I was like, that that shouldn't even be a topic of conversation. It's the the always and this is how you know fanboys are sick. And even Stanley has told Jason Lee's character in Mallrats, can you really think of anything besides superhero sex? <laughs> the one <laughs> the one thing everybody thinks about. Yeah. How the fuck Lo- Superman is tapping Lois without breaking a hymen without either breaking a hymen or like eventually giving her like breast cancer well technically that's more on the lines of spider-man well i'm i'm just saying like you know if you're if you're using x-rays on clothes so many times like uh, eventually (laughs) but here's the thing though nothing has been proven that he's the cause now we're talking about dr manhattan yes Mm -hmm. but in terms of superman no but now there has okay or hmm. Superman lost his powers when him and Lois had Jonathan, who is now twenty one. I hate when they did that, but that's that's a whole side DC thing. <laughs> Superman did not have no powers when Jonathan was born. His powers came back when Jonathan was around around the time when Jonathan Kent was hanging around with Damien. Okay. Um on the t- on the show on Supergirl, Superman went to Candor that um Supergirl and Superman helped bring back. He left him and Lois with the Candor and they was able to have a actually no. 
Pause. Let me rewind it back. At some point during the show of the Supergirl and the cry and all the super crossovers that Superman was in it, Superman Lois did conceive. I mean, did do the deed. To which they said in one crossover that they're leaving so she can have her child. So, sorry, Stanley. I'm gonna have to go Jason Lee on this one. Superman did tap that. <laughs> but he probably was being safe to say to make sure Lois could properly give birth. They went to Candor, knowing full well he'll be depowered and his unborn child will be depowered and should be able to give birth naturally. Ah, okay. But then Crisis on Infinite Earth happened. And on the show, they have two kids. It's still John Kent with all the powers of Superman and a one depowered child. Okay. Now, if they would have just included Batman on the show and they could have just said, oh, we're adopting, for the time being, where Bruce is somewhere missing, we're adopting Damian Wayne, I would have been fine. Uh-huh. I would have been cool, but no, this is just, just a nitpick. Am I, am I bitching? Am I bitching? <laughs> I'm not, we're gonna end the show me talking about um um a theory for the outer worlds so it's it's more it's more on the on the lines of why 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 this this is cwe superman you do not cw the superman yeah superman is not something that is like cw adaptable in my mind so but hey he gets a now there's two rumors on his costume. One, they said it's gonna harken back towards the classic comic books, and then some are saying it's closer to New Fifty Two. I liked his costume in New Fifty Two, though. Mm. Like I know it's not everybody's favorite, but I mean I I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. When he had the belt, it was fine. I, I, I like yeah. Uh, no, yeah. when our, when the real Superman, not kick your ass first, ask questions later, Superman. When the real Superman came back, he had a, a suit similar to the New 52 suit, but he had the red belt with the yellow emblem on his belt. That was like remin- like like a call back to the red trunks, but it was just like, it still kept with the theme of like, it was the, it was like the all blue suit with the red boots um, the yeah. emblem, but then he had the red belt with the yellow logo. That I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a little touch of nostalgia without seeming like it's obviously the, the old costume. Yeah. Um, but we got classic Superman costumes in the comic books. So. Mm, eh. <laughs> At least you got Batman so trunkless. So. Well, no, no, I take that back. He's back to wearing trunks. Batman and Superman back to wearing trunks. Really? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to picture it right now. Like, that's... But Damien is still in the suit that he's currently been wearing for a good long time. With some, yeah. with some tweaks. Um, Nightwing's costume has been tweaked a little bit. Um, Red Hood, oh my god, they fucked up. The 
the simple gray suit with the red emblem and the the bomber jacket or the uh, I liked it when he had the red hoodie under the brown jacket and then the um his mask and if he's not wearing the mask he has his domino mask that was fine y'all didn't need to fuck with the formula and he either he either had the brown boots or he had the black boots that was fine with red hood and y'all gave him that ugly ass look if y'all want to know what his suit looks like comic book wise just look at gotham knights okay that is the I'm ugliest the, look <laughs> at gotham knights red hood that is the ugliest red hood suit i've ever fucking seen just ugh. Ugh. see i told you and, and here's the thing though no one and you can even you included nobody even talked about how ugly that suit looks during the trailer yeah, what? What is this? What is it? It's like he's wearing a bodice mixed with a... It's like a weird tooled leather bodice with a hoodie on it? And like... Te- yeah, I don't... I, yeah, no. I, I don't like it. See, Everybody else's costume I'm more than fine with. But... Yeah. yeah that, that, that costume looks kind of whack. Yep. All bullshit. Um, one more final topic, because guess how many minutes, guess how long the show is right now? An hour and ten minutes? You are correct, sir. <laughs> Halloween is canceled. Well, could be canceled. Uh, I thought it already technically was, according to, uh, to, the, to the city, at least. Well, right now... It's unknown, but it could be. I, I, at least in my area, I've been seeing notices everywhere that they're like treating it as if it's canceled, to the point to where I'm, I'm part of like a Facebook group uh, that's like my neighbors around my area, just people in my city, right? Mm-hmm. And I already saw a couple of people, and unfortunately, one person I actually know like physically, and uh, and he's like, oh yeah, like. When when are we all gonna gonna protest? Hey, we're gonna hold hold a protest over the fact that Halloween got canceled. So everybody come dressed uh, in in costumes for the protest. We're gonna walk down the streets and knock on neighbors' doors and demand that they uh, they join the protest by giving candy. It's like stupid crap like that. I'm just like, all right. Well, all that means is I'm gonna lock my gate and make sure nobody can get in. And also, if you uh, throw a Halloween party, you can be charged and arrested. Yep. So and just like way. seriously, fuck you if you do. Like seriously. Like I get it. Oh well, it's only it's only me and my friends, or this and that, or it's only so many people. We're all okay. Like this is exactly why the fuck we can't get our shit together, because people don't want to sacrifice nothing for no reason. It's just, it's ridiculous to me, man. And another on the what the fuck train. I don't know why my friend sent me this. Now she is cute. I'll give her that. Like, hello. (laughs) Woman who deliberately sawed off her own hand for an insurance scam is being jailed for two years. (laughs) But here's the thing. She looks crazy. So you could say that she couldn't exactly get a handle on it. There we go. That's that's <laughs> that's the pun we want. But yeah, you can, she she she's gorgeous, but you can tell she's crazy. 
Eesh. Like what is it in the eyes? Oh yeah, the eyes. You could definitely tell. It's always eyes. it's always the eyes, man. Always tell. Um, hell, there was a video. Jenny sent me this one. Um, okay. This dude. I, I don't know what's up with these these people and these stupid ass pranks. You don't tell a, Mac, a, a Latin. No, it doesn't matter if you're Latin or black or whatever. You don't tell a woman to go back and go get pretty. This is oh, <laughs> Jen sent me that one the other day. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Before she even talked, she shot a look that I know. Yeah. Now, yes, I live in predominantly Latin neighborhoods, and I have it's like, oh, you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> I, I, even within black families, I know that look. That look before, when I before even like it didn't even she didn't even hit that Spanish part, and I and I knew what she fucking said that hurt his fucking oh, yeah. soul, but. <laughs> What hurt my soul was that look she shot him with. That's yeah. like that was like that was the warning shot. That was that was the you understand what you just did to yourself, right? Like <laughs> I wouldn't shut the fuck up. I wouldn't even here's the thing, I wouldn't even entertain the notion of doing anything like that. Yeah, so it's a uh, it, for the record, what we're talking about in case you in case you don't know what we're talking about. There's a video going around of a uh like a quote-unquote challenge, whatever. Of some of some dude saying, "Oh, when your significant other uh, like gets to wherever you're at, you gotta tell them." Oh, I thought I told you to go go get pretty. So this uh, so this Latina girl, the video we're specifically talking about, this Latina girl gets in the car and her boyfriend is videotaping her and goes, "Oh, you need to go get pretty. You need to go get pretty. I thought I told you to go get pretty," and she gives him that look, the look that Des is describing, where it's just like. You realize things are about to go nuclear. It's like, it's the last sight you see before you die. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and, oh, my God. She killed She killed him when she hit that, that line. I was like, oh, yeah, you dead. You, you, you dead. She hurts your feelings. Yeah, like, she starts bringing, <laughs> she starts bringing out all the, like, uh, all the bullshit on him on that. I was like, oh. Oh, oh, you been there. Like, you, oh. Like, oh, man. Shit. I could only imagine, dude. I could legitimately only imagine because I would not be that ballsy. I, hell no. Like, to be driven by anyone, I'm already forever grateful. <laughs> to have the gall to say anything. You're in the passenger seat. The gall to say anything. Dude, if it ain't, do you need gas money? You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, stupid motherfucker. All right, now the true final topic. Now, I have passed Perils of Gorgon. Peril of, I keep on saying, per Perils of Gorgon sound more barrel than Peril of Gorgon, because Perils, what I'm about to talk about, it, it's some, it's some, it's, it's some next level shit, all right? There be multiple peril. Now, Peril Gorgon is the first big expansion for the Outer Worlds that um, that shows, they give us an all new location. Um, it has a lot of underground facilities um, and some underground facilities really does fuck with the mindset of your companions. Um, mm -hmm. There is one facility where when you enter the room, as soon as you enter the building, Parvati is the first one to say, what is that smell? Ooh. 
when you get further in, Ellie, who's who always the one who talks so much shit, Ellie's shaking. You see bodies being stuffed into a conveyor belt, and at the other end, they turn into cubes. What? Yes. <gasps> Ellie and Pravati are so like you can hear the voice, and that's why I give Ashley Birch. She's one of my now my one of my favorite voice actresses. You can hear the just the sadness, the uh, the level of fear in her voice. Mm-hmm. Like she does not want to see this anymore. And I went with and I read. Um, I looked at YouTube videos seeing all the um, companions normally they say some goofy shit or some shit to uh-huh. make you laugh but to hear, to hear their distress in these moments in this DLC is like holy shit like shit just got real here shit just really got real for this crew yeah and and the reason why this DLC is so great because it call, it's a callback to the start of the game because when you land on Edgewater or um, the Emerald Vale before you get to Edgewater, in the DLC, if you have Perverti in the group, you see a a model of Edgewater, and she will mm-hmm. instinctively say, "That looks like my town." When you on Gorgon, Ellie, keep, I'm not Ellie, Perverti keeps on saying, "This is reminding me of Edgewater." The more you get through the game, you realize Spacer Choice created, and it tells you right out, Spacer Choice created the Marauders. The drug Adrena Time that you use to help you with your time dilation attacks or to help you regenerate your health, the, um, the name of the character, and this is the big glaring omission. It, it tells you before the DLC the DLC came out, this is your first big glaring omission. The character is Martin after um, Abernathy at this at, in Edgewater. He says he's going. He feels a little bit crazy. He like he's like his psychosis is getting away from him. He's the jumpy. He's talking to himself. That is your that is your one clue, and this is before the DLC. You s- walk around the town. You hear all the town members talk about what they're going through. When they take Adrena time. Uh-huh. When you kill the Marauders throughout the game, they have it in their inventory. Uh-huh. And then there's a mission strand in Edgewater where you go after three Marauders. What you realize, these three Marauders used to have been citizens of the town of Edgewater. Everything's getting more and more connected. And it's all connected to the DLC to I'm not gonna name the name of the main character. That's the one thing I won't name the two main I'm not calling them antagonists. Just the two main people that's respond um, the mother is the, it's a mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. The mother is responsible for creation of the drug Adrena Time. So this takes place um the drug takes place your the main character is in cryo and all this time during the time Adrena Time is being created. Mm-hmm by the time he wakes up, it's already well within the universe um, of Hell's, of the Outer Worlds. So, in context, and this calls back to another conspiracy theory, Earth has not been in contact with the with um, this solar system of Halcyon for over three years. Uh-huh. 
It took the um, Phileas Wells two years to find the hope, which your character is in the ship is still in cryo. In that year, he finds you. So you learn within that three years, they have lost contact with Earth and any ships going back to Earth or coming to Earth has disappeared. So all this time in the three year span before you fully awake, before the game actually officially starts, Spacer's Choice has been creating a drug and has um, and the Marauders has been set like they broke out. Uh-huh. So that's why they're all over Halcyon on different planets. Minus the um, the, the final planet. Okay. And the that makes dr- sense. and the drug deteriorates each individual. Mm. So was, everybody's like, all right, now where does this theory come from? All right, now there's a second theory to this. Now I mentioned earlier that Earth has been cut off from this planet, this this solar system. No communication, no ships. You even hear on the groundbreaker that they, there's been no intergalactic ships in the past two to three months. I'm going to believe there's a character um, who um, named Lily Hagen on who on the groundbreaker. She believes aliens exist. I seriously feel uh, Obsidian is going to pull a Mass Effect level event on their own game. Huh. And you think they'd like encompass that within an entire DLC? Yes. I seriously huh. feel, how do you end off a game that's, that's now worldly beloved and it's been two years, people have been very patiently waiting on this DLC, we got it, and it's rave reviews. Yes, there's some people who are pissed about it. Some dumb, dumbass, sexist assholes who are pissed about the fact that the two main leads in the yeah. DLC are women. Jackasses. They're like, oh, too many women in this game or in the DLC. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. How do you end off a game? And this could be one and done. I'll be fine. There's no Outer Worlds too. But how do uh-huh. you end off of the game? You give us an extinction level. Now, you're already dealing with an extinction level event in the Outer Worlds where you find out the food that they're already eating is not giving them actual nutrients, so people are slowly dying for not getting the proper nutrients. Mm. But Throwing the fact that there's now aliens in there, and it's now up to the unreliable crew to save the the fucking this portion of the galaxy. Yeah. Oof. Like just the introduction of aliens in general to that would be like a major shift. Oh yeah. So like, if you play at the if you're like I I can't um, I'm hearing that we could be seeing the next DLC in twenty early twenty February of twenty twenty one. That would put it how far away from the drop of this one. Yeah. Like, because um, to compare, Bioware dropped the DLC every six months. Mm. That's with Inquisition. Okay. Um, I, would be, I wouldn't be shocked if we do get one in February. But I, I would be shocked if it's not going to be concerning anything that has to deal with Earth. Because I mean that is a that is a very big um a very big omission to give to give us the like at the end of the game that we are no longer in contact with Earth. Any ship that is going back towards Earth or coming or bringing supplies from Earth has disappeared completely. 
and you already get told at the start of the game that the transmission between Earth and Halcyon is like, is gone dark. So hmm. that is already a, a big major worry, and everyone is like, so we're alone. Yeah, like cut off. But then you have a couple of characters like thinking that aliens are fucking real and taking people. Uh-huh. I would not be surprised if that, that we actually get an aliens event. We're like, holy shit, this woman who is now dead. Now, no matter what you do, <laughs> this woman from Sublight Industries will die. Mm-hmm. So, it would be like, holy shit, she was right. Yeah, it'd be like a it would be like a culmination to like, basically it it feels like it would be the game in game equivalent to like the dude that's always on the corner with a sign being like the end is near, the end is near. I swear, I saw them. Nobody believes, and then all of a sudden that person's just gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, holy shit, he's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I, I I really like this DLC, and um. It forced what happens to me. What happened to me is they give you a choice right off the bat to have the two, the mother and daughter, work together to cure the marauders. But if your perception or your intelligence or if your speaking dialogue is not up to 100 by this point of the DLC, guess what? You have to pick one or the other. Yeah, you get limited options. <laughs> so I had to kill the daughter. Oh, I was like, "Fuck!" How did the mom react in that situation? She didn't care. Really? She did. But she said it's her fault, and you could tell her like you never wanted your daughter in the first place. You you was never a good parent. You could you could legit this like there is some legit like you wish this character the main character was vocal, was um was voice acted because you could tell. In the, in the text dialogue for you to choose that some of it is angry yeah and then also it's um speech check so <laughs> if you let the mother and daughter talk and you do not interject you do not make any threatening comments apparently you get approved the speech check is approved for you to come up with um you choosing for them to work together mm-hmm. since I interjected a lot yeah. That's probably why I didn't get that. Um, <laughs> but I'll say this before we um we go. Um, this kind of makes me sad on my new, on this new playthrough of the Outer Worlds. Now, on Edgewater, you have a choice to take the power core from Edgewater or from the Mechanical Gardens, where the deserters left Edgewater to live on their own and prosper. Right. So I took the power converter from the Botanical Gardens, but I convinced the leader of the deserters to come back to Edgewater. Okay. And she said, unless you overthrow the, the mayor of Edgewater. I did that. Normally, uh-huh. you get a item that's in your in your cabin and on the unreliable. Mm-hmm. I get an Edgewater sign. I get, I look and look, um, I look and it says examine. It says, this is a sign to remind the, to remind you, to remind the people of Edgewater that to give up their dreams. I was like, oh, "Fuck!" That is a gut punch. And then yeah. I and then I found out I, um, this 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 will, this will help you to give you your 
the choose. So when you find out, if you do take the Botanical Gardens Power Converter, she'll tell you how she's grown these plants. Uh-huh. From the corpses of marauders and dead people. She grinds up corpses, turns them into uh. soil, and that's how plants and vegetables are curing the sick and feeding people. They're using they're reusing the organic matter. Yeah. And she says, why right she says she's going back to Edgewater. There's a good cemetery with enough um, resources. I'm like I don't and by this point, I'm like, no matter what you do on the first planet, nothing is a good fucking choice. <laughs> nothing like the Outer Worlds, I find this very interesting. Like, no matter what you do, at the end of it, you feel like you never made the right choice. Mm. And that's why I like this akinness to Firefly. No matter what Malcolm did in Firefly, it nothing seemed like it was the right choice. Yeah, it's like just basically it kind of leaves you to like make the best of the bad situation. Yeah. And I'm like, and I always felt like, I'm like, I'm, God. Damn it! And I did treat this like I was a, uh, like if, if this was like a TV series, uh-huh. and, and my character was the captain of this of the series. Huh. But still, I'm like, fuck! I feel like it's just that 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 gut punch. It's just like, fuck! I don't feel good. I don't feel good at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's a good yeah, game. Yeah. It's a, it's a good game. And you need to pass it after you finish. You need to get back on it after Tsushima. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I do I do definitely want to give it the time. It deserves it, for sure. It's just there's been other stuff for me to play. <laughs> yep. Um, and that is it for the Giant Contra Robot of this episode. This episode will be out on Monday, September 14th. Mm-hmm. And, and on September 16th, you not only have the PlayStation um, press conference, but you also have a new artist talk with Allison Garcia. Um, we talk about how she started working with professional artist Lauren Halsey, um, which has a community garden in Watts. So if you need produce and vegetables, I advise you to go um, the community center, the Watts Community Center. Um, Allison works there. Lauren Halsey works there. A number of artists that I know is working there, providing fresh produce for those who need it in the middle of, amidst this pandemic. We get to talk about that. Um, how her family is there for her as an artist, and a, and a very interesting story on on an unlikely person convinced her to go to school. An unlikely oh. person. Well, that sounds super interesting, and I'm definitely going to check that out, as the rest of you should. So, like, once again, SoundCloud, Spotify. Monday, this episode will be up and live. Wednesday, New Artist Talk. And with that, press on with pride, press on with purpose. Until next time, stay safe.